welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. We are here in Williamsburg, Virginia, and this podcast is put on by... Oh, uh, can we start this over? I fucked it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was hoping we were going to get Keep it! Keep it! Are we still rolling? <laughs> <laughs> we're just keep, we're just keep rolling? Yes. Okay, we're just going to keep rolling. <laughs> Alright, we're going to start over. Is this the real one? Oh, we're trying to get no, right. And three, two, one. Hey! Hey! Welcome! <laughs> Welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Robert Weathers, and we are here in Williamsburg, Virginia. And we at Panglossian Productions here, uh, we love the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and you know that we love 10-minute plays. And so this podcast, we're going to read for you, I do a cold read on a new 10-minute play. And to do that, I have a couple of people helping me here today. And one of them is to my right. It is Liz Thomas. Liz! Yay! Welcome! <laughs> it's nice to have you back. It's nice to be back. So, uh, since you're sitting to the right of me, you get the question uh, that is tangentially related to the play that we're about to read. So, I have a question for you, Liz. It is, life is about the little things, or at least that's what some people say, right? What is your favorite simple pleasure? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, being outdoors. Like, I love the mountains. Mountains. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Just close your eyes and point at something. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I love being outdoors. You're from North Carolina? I Are am. Are you from the mountains in North Carolina? I am not, although we used to go there a lot. Um, so it's kind of home away from home in a way. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a mountains person myself. Yeah, right. I, I kind yeah. of feel like you're like either a mountains person or a beach person. You can... I'm, I'm gradually growing into a beach person as well, trying to try to balance, you know. <laughs> that's really wonderfully karmic. Thank you. That's in. lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Liz. I say <laughs> uh, moving on to my left here, we have Michelle Green Smith. Hello, Michelle. Welcome. Oh, what about you, Michelle? What do you? What, what is your favorite simple pleasure in life? Simple pleasure. There's a lot of them. Good ones. I, I think I'm a creature of simple pleasures. I like them all. <laughs> but I like naps. I just woke up from yeah. really good naps. Oh, yeah. yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah. Just... And, and I remember the days when naps were king. Like, the day revolved around getting in that perfect nap. That's not that's not anymore um, the so, case. So, so, so can you, today can you was, a re, a, it was a, a good nap. Today was... Okay. It so, was a good nap. So can you go... Like, can you... Expound upon that a little bit. What do you mean the days? You mean like the kindergarten? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually never napped in kindergarten. I'm talking you. college. <laughs> oh, my college. <laughs> where, where the day, planning the day revolved around like going to class and planning the perfect time slot to, to get, get the nap in. Oh, I see. You know? Well, it's great to have you back on the show. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. So uh, today we're going to read a play called Try the Fortune Cake by Barry M. Putt Jr., now, there are two characters in this play, so uh, I would like for Michelle, I'd like for you to read Brenda. Okay. She's described as an uptight, overworked secretary. And Liz, I'd like for you to read Debbie. She's right. a laid back, carefree waitress. Yeah, she is. The time is. <laughs> yeah, it's really enthusiastic. Laid back, laid back. Uh, right. The, the time and setting is an empty diner at 10 30 p.m. on a work night. 
it, the time is present day. I will read the stage directions, and once again, this is a cold read of Try the Fortune Cake mm -hmm. by Barry M. Putt Jr. Lights up at the counter in an empty diner. Brenda storms in, hanging on her cell phone. Not another message. I can't deal with anymore. She pockets her phone and then sits down as Debbie, perky, in large, in large glasses and a waitress uniform, rolls over, strolls over, and hands her a menu. Hello, doll. What can I get you? A new life. It ain't that bad, is it? It sure is. This morning, one of my bosses, Harry, wanted me to search through a thousand papers while looking for a document he didn't have a date on. Meanwhile, George was up against a deadline but didn't have any of his paperwork in order. I was on the phone most of the day trying to get the document faxed from here. That one signed and emailed from over there. They sure sound like something. They're CPAs. What can you expect? They don't even remember my name half of the time. I'm the only one that can get anything done around here. You need something that'll take your mind off it. Do I? Do I? Where's Walt? I don't know any Walt. What do you mean? He's been here for years. Sorry, sweetie. He ain't here. I just started. Name's Debbie. We don't get many customers this late. Uh, I'm lucky to get here at all. I hope Walt is back soon. He's nice eye candy and the closest I get to anything real these days. What'll it be? I'd like a pecan maple crunch danish. Make sure that you find the one with the extra glaze and a cup of black coffee. Sorry, we're out. Of what? Both. How can a diner be out of coffee in a danish? We went through a lot of food today. Well, that's great. Debbie motions to a glass-covered cake pedestal on the counter. We got fortune cake, though. Supposed to be very good. Nah. My old standby is the only thing that will cut it after the day I've had. Of all the nights to be out. Sorry. Walt always gave me tons of coffee and an extra sugary Danish. It was such a rush. It set me out of here on fire. <laughs> you like intensity, huh? It might cause a storm now and then, but I get things done. That's certainly one way to look at the world. She nudges the platter closer to Brenda. Don't you try some? Nah, I'd like something, though. You aren't out of tea, are you? That we got. Good. Debbie gets the tea and sets it down. Brenda prepares it. Thanks. You know, over the years, work's become harder and harder. It's forced me to lose touch with most of my friends. The pace out there can overwhelm a person, if you let. Tell me about it. And love. The few dates I've had went nowhere. Every guy I meet seems to be an oddball or a slim ball or doesn't have any balls. <laughs> Where are all the good ones, huh? Must be under a rock somewhere. <laughs> I've turned over every rock in town. No luck, huh? Mm -mm. You sure you don't want some cake to go with that tea? Nah. You're not from around here, are you? I'm from everywhere, doll. Been all over. Really? Yeah, don't mind me about the cake. <laughs> I just hate to see someone miss out on something they might enjoy. That's okay. What a day. She's sipping her tea. Is that cake gooey? No. Was sweet though, right? I'm sure it is. Otherwise, no one would eat it. Um, all right, give me a 
big piece. Coming right up. <laughs> Debbie dishes up a piece of fortune cake and gives it to Brenda. Thank you. She's eating feverishly. <laughs> no matter how hard I work, it doesn't seem to get me anywhere. Oh, that ain't good. Tell me about it. Nothing's enjoyable anymore, but you have to keep plugging along more and more and more. Is the cake all right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, my parents are getting older. No, I worry someday that I'll have no one to share anything with. That don't sound good. The O'Donnell account. I forgot to check on that. Oh, now I have to go back to the office. Can it wait? It has to be mailed by midnight or the office will get a hefty penalty. I reminded George about it three times today. Can't you ask him to handle it? Even if I do, it probably won't get done without my involvement at this point. She's eating the cake, actually tasting it now. Say, this is good, girl. I'm sorry, I mean Debbie. <laughs> Don't worry about it, doll. What's in it? Baker wouldn't say, but people really love it. Yeah, I can see why. You know, you know, I sure miss seeing old gang. Have they moved? <laughs> All except for Mavis. She lives about 10 minutes from here. Owns a small farm with an apple orchard. We used to have so much fun picking apples together. We'd eat them and eat them and eat them until our stomachs bulged. Then we'd make apple wine and apple butter and apple pancakes and apple strudel and we'd laugh and we'd laugh. It was so crazy, so fun. Why don't you call her up? No, it's been years since we talked. All the more reason. <clears throat> no, she calls sometimes, but I'm never able to get back to her. It ain't too late to try again, is it? I don't know. She's probably mad that I ignored her. Oh, you never know. It's too bad you got so much going on. Well, what can I do? Can, can you imagine telling all that stuff to take a hike? <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, I know. <laughs> Still, I, I wondered what had happened. Would things go on? That's, that's too much to think about. She eats more cake. You know, when Mavis and I were in high school, we went to the carnival every time it was in town. Sounds fun. It was, girl. We loved watching the pig races. We even rode on one once. <laughs> Got knocked off it, too. Were you hurt? Nah, just a little dirty. But we didn't care. We were wild and young. To have that again. You seem a little more at ease now. Isn't it strange? Maybe the cake brought you some good fortune. Yeah. Right. She looks out the window. Hey, look. It's snowing. <laughs> For a while now. <laughs> Beautiful, ain't it? Sure is. Brenda walks to the window. You know, maybe it's time for something different. I'd love to drive out to Mavis's farm tonight before it gets bad, if she'll see me. What do you think, girl? Brenda turns around. Debbie, her dishes, and the cake platter are all gone. In their place is a plate of pecan, maple crunch, Danish. Where'd that Danish come from? You, you said you were out. Debbie? Hey, hey back here. Where's Debbie? What do you mean you don't know a Debbie? She was just here a minute ago. Oh, I see. Brenda looks around. Then takes her phone out and dials a number. Hi, George. 
<clears throat> Just a reminder that the paperwork on the O'Donnell account needs to be mailed tonight. Don't forget. She hangs up and dials again. Hello, Mavis. It's... it's Brenda. How are ya? Too long. I'm sorry, girl. If you're open to some company tonight, I... Great. Great. I... I look forward to catching up. Yeah, be there soon. Bye. Brenda gathers her things, strolls off. Lights out. The end. Oh. A nice little play. That's so nice. <laughs> I love that. So uh, now, ladies, what we're going to do is we're going to move into the part of the show where we have a brief discussion about the play that we just read. And so um, you've given us an indication. Uh, I think all three of us have already. But I wonder, uh, and I'll start with Liz. Liz, what were your first impressions of the play you just read? Since you're just now taking a drink of your. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. That's that's so. It was so sweet, but it, it was, it, it was definitely, I, I feel like it's, it's sweet, but it's, it has weight to it. It's, it's going to stick around with you. It'll probably like a week from now, I'll be thinking about, oh, fortune cake, you know, mm -hmm. especially, especially in perhaps like busier times of year, like a holiday season when it's so easy to get wrapped up and the crazy energy around you, you know, it's, it's nice to remember to breathe and. Try the cake. Sure. <laughs> so uh, on the on the title page of this play, it's something I didn't read earlier. Uh, the author says this play deals with how life and career can consume us mm -hmm. and make us miss the real important things in life: our connections to friends and self. Yeah. Do you feel like that objective was achieved? Uh, oh, ach yeah. Achieved here. <laughs> achieved. Achieved and achieved. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely would say so. Uh, and that's another real important reminder too. Uh, you know, sometimes the, the simple pleasures, going back to what you were asking uh, earlier, can just be people, can just be that friend that you haven't spoken to in a while, be it years or weeks or days or some people minutes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it can be the people around you as much as the, the places. Sure. What do you think, Michelle? Anything to add to that? No, it's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She put a check mark next to your right. answer. <laughs> Good time. job. Yeah. Great. So uh, let's let's talk about then. Uh, let's talk about the set here. Um, when you think about a diner, uh, I, I imagine that we all have fairly similar images that come to mind. Happy days. But, there's the, <laughs> well, there's, there's the cake counter, right, that's yeah, got to be in yeah. there, there's got to be a register in there. Um, we know that there is a cake stand, uh, it's referenced in, uh, in the stage directions at least, and I don't know about you, but I don't always think about the, about the stools at the counter, but rather I tend to think about the booths uh, yeah. that people are sitting in. Yeah. So where would you have Brenda sitting uh, in, in this? And then also, how would you, how would you in your director's mind, uh, stage that uh, for the audience to see. Michelle? Um, well, I, I pictured the, like, the counter where there's the griddle in the background, right? So mm -hmm. the counter, and then those stools that are screwed into the ground. Right. Um, so I kind of pictured that she, I, I didn't picture her at a booth. I, I pictured mm -hmm. her, like, perched at the edge of the same seat she always sits at. Um, 
maybe away from people she doesn't really have to talk to. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. Like the right spot to get service. And uh-huh. what is his name? George or uh, not George? Um, Walt? Walt? Yeah, Walt, Walt yeah. you know, Walt. she can like flag Walt down. He knows exactly what to send her way and refill her cup of coffee. And... Is, this, is this sort of like a Waffle House <laughs> setup? Yeah, sort house. of. Sort of, but no sneeze guard. <laughs> there's like a, you know, there's like a counter where you get right. food right there. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, sort of, yeah. What yeah. you think, Liz? Yeah, like where you could slide a cake all the way down the counter. <laughs> yeah, I, I could definitely see her like sitting on the, the stool closest to the door. Yeah. She kind of perches in and then pieces it out. She's yeah. like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. As soon as she gets the, the Danish. But yeah, um, for some reason I pictured a booth, but I feel like it, you do definitely mm-hmm. have more possibilities with the counter. You know, she can. I mean, for nothing else, you can have that cake just snap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you know when I when I when I read through this, I I did picture the booth, but you know the the classic conundrum for a director is is the table scene, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, what do you do with a table scene when somebody, the server, most likely mm-hmm. has to be standing? Yeah. And they're going to be standing if the booth is. Um, Perpendicular to the yeah. proscenium line, right? Yeah. Then yeah. they're going to be standing in front of uh-huh. where the other character is sitting, and this being a two-person show uh, makes it not exactly like Muppet Christmas Carol, where you can <laughs> stick the ancillary kid right to where his back is at the <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> Just give him a Muppet shoulder. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think it's a very timely uh, analogy there. I watched I watched yeah. it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually watched it here the other day. <laughs> And, and so, anyways, I, I was I'm just interested on in the uh, in the potential staging for this. You know, with an endless budget, of course, you would you'd have uh, the yes. uh, you'd have the refrigerated cake yeah. uh, counter uh, and glowing. chrome yeah. and glowing yeah. And, yeah, neon signs yeah. and everything Jukebox. else um, in an in an actual ten minute play festival style uh, sitting. Uh, yeah, it's probably a bench, right? So you can get away with turning things yeah. out a little bit more. I actually wonder too if almost. Um... You would have just like really make it very very minimal, and I guess lights could also work with this, where it could almost just be very tight light wise, um, and be it a counter or the the booth as well. It's just very intimate. Sure, and, uh, sure, yeah. Put a hard edge on the on the light. Yeah, on this, the, yeah. Sort of like weird isolated world gets. Yeah, 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 Physically, I yeah. What are they called? Yeah. Barn doors, right? Yeah, Put the barn doors yeah. on and. Give it a nice hard edge on the yeah. I think that, that yeah, could exactly. work out nicely. Yeah. Uh, and of course, at the end, you could bring the lights up and all yeah, of a sudden, just like oh, <laughs> there's Fonzie in the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why I keep going back to Happy Days. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good idea. Oh, there's Kermit in the corner, seeing that at Christmas. Yeah, oh, I tied oh, that in. That was great. Thank that you. Was great. Yeah, yeah. Don't say it again. We'll have to pay royalties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, let me ask you, ladies, what what's going on at the end? Wait, what? so it's so much. Um, like you, you mentioned the weight that exists, I think, yeah. throughout the script, which is just not something I, I caught on to until like pretty much the end. I kept waiting uh-huh. for it to be like set in California, there's <laughs> a weed piece of cake, because she's like getting really relaxed. Uh-huh. So I, um, um, it's medicinal. This, cake. I don't know if that really answers your question, but I didn't really pick up on like how. Um, uh, the nuance of, yeah. of of it until the end, but sure. knowing that it it would be really cool to go back and you know. So do you, 
So do you think maybe that she just fell into this uh, into this daydream and you know in doing so was thinking about work right so that's what she's talking about in the beginning but yeah. then her mind trails off to Mavis and because you're thinking about Mavis she remembers you know we mentioned earlier the little things right so yeah. one of the little things was falling off of that pig yeah. uh, or you know yeah. that sort of thing is do you think that's what's going on here or is like I mean, was, is is Debbie a ghost? You know, I, I, see the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> uh, I think it'd be almost like a wish fulfillment in a way, because you know, I mean, what are daydreams? But you know, what we're kind of hoping for ourselves, maybe you know, and trying. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it could be a little bit of reality, a little bit of fantasy, and you could, you can play with that, I guess, in in the production. Yeah, that's a good question. It's a very open-ended question, right? Yeah. Like, what you could you could make this strange vision any number of things any, i think it's kind of cool if it's her daydreaming or working through her own mm -hmm. stuff yeah. um, it's, well it is pretty clear that she doesn't get a lot of time to think about yeah. these kinds of things right yeah. she's always thinking about other things for other people and so sitting you know on this stool or at the edge of this counter yeah. and finally getting the stopping and finally getting this moment yeah. you know it can make sense that she yeah. just has this figment of imagination yeah. and and Walt doesn't as you mentioned earlier doesn't need to have her order he knows what it yeah. is so he can walk over set it down and she might and not notice it, it yeah. at all yeah be interesting yeah that'd be very interesting yeah so one more thing uh, and uh, this can be a nice brief answer or no answer at all I just noticed how in this play uh, the author uh, on the title page mentions you know how our work can get in the way of the really important things, you know, relationships with our, with our friends, our old friends, and also, you know, self-awareness mm. and all that sort of thing. But the question that I asked at the beginning of the podcast was about the little things. And in this play, I think it's a good example of how a lot of times the really important things are tied into the little things. Mm. I think for myself, I think about, you know, one of my little things in life is sweet tea. Mm -hmm. I love sweet tea. But if I think about sweet yes. tea, then what am I actually thinking about? I'm thinking about home, mm -hmm, right? Yeah. And I always had tea at family events, you know, and it's it's a very comforting thing to yeah. me. And so I I like how this play has tied her little thing of the the Danish and the black coffee that she doesn't get all the time, you know, we know that about her, into what eventually becomes the very important the very important thing. And in this instance, it's her reaching out to Mavis. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on that? Great. Yeah, yeah I mean, I hear you. <laughs> no, I'm just like, hmm, that was some sweet tea. Yeah, no, um, yeah, and it's, it's interesting. I, I, think, I think it would be interesting to go back and, you know, you almost like look at the, the little things, the, maybe an object or something in your life. It's like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, like, yeah, and the notion of ritual, like, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and how, how our small rituals are tied into much larger things for us. Just, yeah. just the word ritual in, in, in general has a much larger connotation. Sure. Know, so, it, yeah, yeah sure. it's interesting. Great. Well, I want to thank both of you for yeah, coming on to the podcast this thank week. You. We want to make sure to thank Barry M. Putt for his great little play, yeah. Yeah. The Try the Fortune Cake. Thank you very much. And, of course, we want to thank Lauren Watkins and Zodiac yeah. Productions, our sound technician. Thank you very much. Uh, make sure that you hit that subscribe button for a new play every week from us here on the Best of All Possible podcast. And do us a favor and make sure that if you have the time, leave us a review on iTunes. That sure would help us out. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week for a brand new play. Bye, everybody. Bye.